This is Kenny Wallace, and you're listening to the Local Dirt Podcast. Wednesday, August 7th. Welcome, everybody, into the Local Dirt Podcast. Hope your summer's going good. Hope you're taking in some excellent racing everywhere. There's all kinds of racing going on uh, wherever you are in the state, country. Make sure you get out and check out some dirt track racing. Uh, we got a interview coming up later in the show. Um, but first, we're going to we're just going to tackle some point standings for some surrounding tracks in Northeast Wisconsin, and then we'll get into the interview. So. Um, we're going to start out with uh, Outagamie County Speedway in Seymour, Wisconsin. IMCA Modifieds, your top or your top five standings are first place Johnny Whitman, uh, second Brian Mullen, third Jerry Wilinski, fourth Marcus Yari, and fifth Mike Mullen. Uh, Johnny Whitman has. A healthy 22-point lead. And I am saying modifieds for out of Gamey County. Next up, Sport Mods. Your point leader, Jordan Bartz. Second, Jaden Schmidt. Third, Cole Magnin. Fourth, John Rothmond. And fifth, Ryan Schmidt. And uh, he's a rookie. Top five right now in points. Uh, Jordan Bartz has just a three-point lead over Jaden Schmidt, so that looks like that's going to be a nice battle to watch uh, at Outagamie County Speedway in the Sport Mod Division, so keep your eye on that one. Next up, we have IMCA Stock Cars. Eric Arneson is leading the points. Jeremy Christians is second. Josh Murkowski is third. I probably screwed that name up. I apologize. Uh, Chaz Vanoyan is fourth, and Brandon Sharapata is fifth. Uh, Eric Arneson has a nine-point lead over Jeremy Christians, and then a 12 and a 13-point lead over third and fourth. So anything can happen in that division. Top four in that division looks like they all have a shot, you know, depending. One slip-up, one wreck, one tire down, you know, on a on a green flag green to checker race and that's all it takes so that's your imca stock cars there next we got uh the street stocks jesse cron is your leader lexi ashcraft is second brooke diefenthaler third jeff richards fourth and trey van stratton a rookie is in fifth fifth sixth and seventh are all rookies i wonder if they race any other divisions uh beforehand it's uh trey van stratton mason woods and donald young they're all rookies. Jesse Cron's got a 20-point lead over Lexi Ash- Ashcraft in that uh, division. So as long as nothing goes wrong there, that's probably wrapped up. And we have the IMCA Sport Compacts. Ben Schult- Schult or Schulte is your leader. Jake Peters is second. Kyle Jorgensen third. Michael Bramer fourth. And Cody Hokenstad fifth. Uh, ben Schulte has a 13-point lead over second place. Got a pretty good shot at winning that one there. Um, he would have to probably break or something like that and end up at the back of the pack. And then, you know, Jake Peters or Kyle Jorgensen would have to really take advantage of that and, you know, get the win. 
so that's your point standings for Outagamie County. Um, next track we're going to move on to is uh, Shawano Speedway. Your IMSA modified point leader is Connor Walensky and Lance Arneson. They are tied for the lead. Uh, Jerry Walensky is third. Mark uh, Wiesnich is fourth. And Kevin Feck is fifth. Now, first and second... Well, there's a tie for first with Connor Wilinski and Lance Arneson. Jerry Wilinski is only one point back, and Mark Weisnit is only four points back. And that's your IMCA Modifieds at uh, Shawano. That's going to be a battle to watch, too. IMCA Sport Mods. Sport Mods, your point leader is Jordan Bartz. He has a 12-point lead over Tegan Woodstrack. Bryce Clements is third. Kevin Bethke, fourth, and Jason Jack, fifth. So that's your IMCA Sport Mods. IMCA Stock Cars, Travis Van Stratton is your point leader. Dan Machonski is second. Mike Schmidt, third. Burt Mead Jr. is fourth. And Nate Machonski is fifth. Uh, Travis Van Stratton has a uh, seven-point lead over Dan Machonski, so that's another one to watch there. Uh, IMCA Stock Cars. Late Models. Nick Anvilink is your point leader. No surprise there. Troy Springborn is second. Ron Berna third. Derek Yankee is fourth. And Joel Bennett is fifth. Uh, Anvilink has just a six-point lead over Springborn. And uh, Ron Berna is just ten points back. So a lot can happen there. And the Sean Almighty Fours, Lucas Hacker is your point leader. Brad Nelson is second, Jason Cornelius third, Kevin Bice fourth, and Dalton Nelson is fifth. Uh, Lucas Hacker has just a one-point lead over Brad Nelson. And then after that, 28 points back. So uh, should be a good battle there for your top um, top two there coming down to the end of the season. So that was Shawano. Um, next we're going to dive into luxembourg speedway your modified point leader in luxembourg is josh long second sean kilgore third brad thays fourth greg gretz and fifth jay matthias uh, josh long has a 13 point lead over sean kilgore and brad thays and greg gretz they're all just 13 points back so there's a lot going on there first through fourth um that's going to be a good battle to watch. Keep your eyes on that. Friday Night Thunder. Uh, the IMCA, or the Stock Cars, Mike Cole is, lead, is your point leader. Rod Snellenberger, second. Derek Mead, third. Tom Brum, Brumlick, fourth. And John Hines, fifth. Mike Cole has just a two-point lead over Rod Snellenberger. And then Derek Mead is 15 points back. Love that division. Favorite division, Stock Cars. Uh, sport mods, Vince Ingebretson is your point leader. Troy DeGrave second, Chris Budsman third, Cody Ross fourth, and Craig Dorner fifth. Uh, Vince Ingebretson has a 24-point lead over Troy DeGrave. Uh, he's probably got that locked up unless he doesn't show up one night. I mean, 24 points, as long as you start the feature, you know, you can't even really make that up in one race. So, street stock, Dave DeGrave first marcus mead second chad nazi third nick one row fourth and travis zerbel is fifth dave degrave has a seven point lead over marcus mead that should be a good battle to the end 
uh, both good experienced drivers, been doing it for a long time. <clears throat> and uh, Sport Compacts, Kelvin Stuck is your point leader, Missy Clark second, Dallas Topol third, Brian Watts, uh, Watska fourth, and Jason Dondlinger is fifth. Kelvin Stuck has a 38-point lead over Missy Clark, so that one's pretty much in the bag. Uh, that was uh, Luxembourg Speedway right there. Next, we are going to hit up 141 Speedway. <clears throat> and uh, what we, 141 Speedway, IMCA Modified, Johnny Whitman is your point leader, Josh Long second, RM Van Pay third, Hunter Parsons fourth, and Brian Crapser is fifth. Johnny Whitman has a 10-point lead over Josh Long, and then after that, it's 63 points and up, so... It's going to be a two-person race there. IMCA Sport Mod, Bill Edler, and Vince Ingebretson are tied for the point lead. Uh, and so Bruce Belland is third, Ryan Lemieux fourth, and Corey Kemp's, Kem, Kempke's? He's fifth. So the top three, uh, Bruce Belland is 11 points behind Ingebretson and Edler, who are tied, so... That's going to be a three-car race there, and hopefully everybody's car stays together and everything goes good. Uh, it's always exciting when you have, you know, start getting into August, towards the middle of August, and you got a tie at the top. Makes for some good racing. IMCA Stock Car, uh, Josh Rakowski uh, is your point leader. Rod Snellenberger third, Derek Mead fourth, John Hine, no. Rod Stellenberger second, Derek Mead is third, John Hines is fourth, and Paul Diefenthaler is fifth. <clears throat> uh, Josh has a seven-point lead over Snellenberger, so and then just nine-point lead over Derek Mead, and thirteen over John Hines. So the whole the top four, even five, good possibility. That's going to be good. IMCA stock car finish there at one forty-one. Uh, Sport Compact, Mike Zitzer is your point leader. Nathan Lizzo is second. Justin Finland is third. Deb Bram is fourth. And Brian Watska is fifth. Uh, Zitzer has a 58-point lead over second. That one's in the bag, pretty much. Grand National, Don Source is your point leader. Uh, Terry Van Roy is second. Dustin Weiss is third. Sean Schmidt is fourth. And Jeff Youngworth is fifth. Wow, the whole top five is within eight points of each other. Second place is just one point out. Third place is one point out. Sean Schmidt in fourth is five points back. And Jeff Youngworth is only eight points back. That's going to be good. Street Stock. Craig Kaler is your point leader. Adam Crapser is second. Alex Crapser is third. Jesse Cron fourth. And Ray Fuller is fifth. So <clears throat> Craig Kaler has just a one point lead over Adam Crapser. And then third place, Alex Crapser is 11 points out. There's going to be another good one at the top. IMCA Modifieds, Terry Phillips is your point leader. Oh, sorry, that was the clash. That was, uh, that was the clash at the creek stuff. Um, yeah. So that's the 141 Speedway. If I missed anything or for pronounced any names wrong, I apologize. Uh, 
141. So that was 141. And finally, we're going to move on to the hill raceway in Sturgeon Bay. Uh, we're going to start out with the baby bombers or four cylinders. Tony Everard is your point leader. He's got a 10 point lead over Kyle Jorgensen, 11 point lead over Scott Schlafke. And Kyle Waters is fourth. TJ Everard is fifth. And the sport mods, Chris Budsman is your point leader. He's got 13-point lead over Dennis Measler. Tom Stark is third. Cody Ross is fourth. And Jared Van Lannen is fifth. Um, Tom Stark is 14 points out. So that's where you can start drawing the line. And the stock cars at the hill, Larry Karch Jr. is your point leader. Brett Wenzel is fourth. Only four points back. And second, Scott Belanger is also only four points back. Uh, Scott Reinhardt is only five points back in fourth. And Brett Kaler is only eight points back in fifth. That's going to be one hell of a battle there. Um, top five, all within eight points again. That's awesome. Street Stocks. Dan Van Pay is your point leader. Chase Solomon is just six points back. Roger LaViolette is in third. He's 14 back. Ford Malvitz is fourth, and Chad Nazi is fifth. So that covers um, the hill. And so that's uh, 141, Outagamie County, Shawano, the hill, and Luxembourg. That's uh, your top five standings in all the divisions and that's you know as of the latest the latest that has been posted um on my race pass you can you know go check out widirtracing.com and see if uh bill over there has any other information on what's going on you know you, you can go find out all the schedules who's racing where um i do believe that the troy ross memorial for the hill raceway has been moved to august 17th and i also did see towards the end of august now look this up before but before but I believe I don't have it up right in front of me but David Rudiman I think uh, got rained out so I think they're going to he's going to be coming back like August 31st uh if that rings a bell so that's going to be a good show he's going to be doing double duty driving two cars so if you can get to the hill on that day make sure that you check that out and uh, see what uh, David can do with some borrowed cars. So that's your standings. Uh, I'm currently checking out to see if I can uh, get any more interviews lined up. I want to talk to some more track promoters. I had one or two that were interested, so um, I'll be shooting out some emails to those guys and see if we can set something up. I know we're going to have Bill on from what WI Dirt Racing just got to put a time together that works good for both of us so keep checking that stuff out for the future um i did send out the local dirt decals for everybody that did um send me an email at their address i just sent them some decals and they're gonna put them on their cars their race cars somewhere they're like four four and a half inch little decals and if you can make it into victory lane get your picture taken with it you know you might be and they're running for some or a local dirt t-shirt or something along those lines. So uh, if you want to still send me 
uh, send me to wiscodirt at gmail.com. Send me your name and address, and I'll ship you a decal uh, free of charge to you. And throw it on your car, and maybe you have a chance, you know, to win some. I might do more than just some t-shirts, you know. Um, if somebody wins a bigger race or a championship or something, you know, I might just possibly give away like a t-shirt order or something. I don't know. So we'll see how that goes. But um, this episode has been brought to you by KB Designs, KBD Apparel. Um, go check them out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash KBD Apparel uh, for apparel banners signs vehicle lettering anything like that uh, they can get it done you can get your business noticed you can get your race team noticed you can get your event noticed you know if you have a family reunion anything like that you want some shirts made um, if you want some shirts made for your race team you can get a custom design done and go check them out facebook.com forward slash kbd apparel or kbdapparel.com all right, with that being said, now we are just going to go ahead and move on to our interview with Kenny Wallace. It was awesome for him to come in. He had um, almost had a little scheduling kerfuffle, I guess you could say, but he's a man of his word. He came through and just a awesome guy to talk to. Like, we just, I mean, some of you may have talked to him because he's raced up here or, you know, nearby. And we'll talk a little bit about that in the interview, but man, you could just sit down and have a conversation with him like you've known him forever. He's basically just, you know, one of the guys, you know, so let's jump into the Kenny Wallace interview. All right. On the phone with me, I have the winner of the 2005 Prelude to a Dream Race, the 1989 NASCAR Bush Series Rookie of the Year, over 200 top tens in his NASCAR career. But I think most of all, an avid dirt track racer and fan, a family man from St. Louis, Missouri, Mr. Kenny Wallace. How's it going, Kenny? And the crowd goes wild, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I am doing great. I'm doing great, man. We, uh, we're in the race shop right now and uh, working on these race cars. And, uh, you know, kids are getting ready to go back to school, so that means a lot of the special races are getting ready to happen. And, uh, yeah, we're excited. That's awesome. I, I like following you on your social medias because you are a hilarious man, Kenny. I tell you, um, I'm going to let people know real quick. They can find you on Twitter at Kenny underscore Wallace and at on Instagram at Kenny Wallace 36. And then the Facebook page, just look for Kenny Wallace official page. So Yeah, yeah, we, we are. You know, I tell everybody that, uh, you know, social media is basically my modern day diary, you know, uh, you know, I was a kid in school. I grew up listening to, uh, you know, or watching Anne Frank's uh, diary, you know, uh, when she grew up as a little Jewish girl over in Germany. It was so amazing, you know, to document your life. And, uh, you know, I just kind of find it therapeutic to, uh, you know, instead of writing things down, which I know a lot of people do, I just thought, well, I go on here and just, it, it's fun for me. So I, I enjoy the connection with, but human beings, and I like people, so it works really good for me. Well, yeah, and that that's one thing that can be good and bad, but the cool thing is is in in the future, you know, your great-grandkids and down the line, they can say, hey, 
you want to go see what your great uncle Kenny Wallace was like? And it's all, <laughs> it's all going to be there. <laughs> yeah. I never really thought about it that way. Yeah. I so... guess, you know, I guess I grew up in an era, I was born in 1963 where, you know, we're taught to read books and you're right. Now we'll watch videos, which really brings it home. Yep. Yep. Everything. You got to be a little careful because everything you do is there digitally somehow. So. Well, you know, I think that's the price we pay nowadays, and I think that's where we are at in modern era. Uh, you know, um, we definitely don't want to run scared in life, uh, but, you know, a lot of people say, how come you don't go live on Facebook? I said, because if I go live, I can't control it. I think I've gone live twice. I think if you look on my Facebook, I think I've only gone live two times. Once was at the Dome, the St. Louis uh dome dirt race and then i did it last year just to clear the air and let people know who i really was so usually all my stuff was on video so i can edit and you know cut out any mistakes or any way i offend people and get rid of it well speaking of i don't know if you were live when you did this but this is what made me reach out to you um i had seen a video you did on facebook where in the background there was a, a dirt track and they were working the track and you were talking, people were asking you, Kenny, why do you like the dirt? Why do you play in the dirty dirt? And you right. and you said, because it's fun. And that was your answer. And that's what made me try to contact you, because that was awesome. <laughs> well, I think that was uh, earlier this year, we went down to Texas, and I was running a stock car race. Stock cars in IMCA are considered a lesser vehicle, but they're a lot of fun. They're extremely competitive, and to me, and just as long as you're racing, you know, that's really what's most important is, you know, it doesn't matter what class I'm in, I just want to race. And, you know, it's no different getting on a go-kart track as a kid. Uh, just competing against other people is a lot of fun, and I really enjoy it. Well, that leads me to a question. I was going to actually ask you this. Other than Modifieds, if there was any other division that you had raced on dirt, and if you had liked it. Well, as I think about it, I, of course, I grew up and I didn't grow up, but I started racing, uh, you know, I ran a street stock when I, I ran one street stock race in 1982 and I won it. It was at the Illinois, Springfield, Illinois, uh, state fairgrounds, a one mile dirt track and I won. That was in 1982. Then I never raced again until 1986 and I went into asphalt racing, uh, and you know, I believe I ran, you know, I've uh, I've never raced sprint cars, but I ran a midget. That's a chili bowl. Uh, I've run super late models. I've raced them and won in those. Uh, you know, we run the Daytona 24 hours in the GT class. Run eight. I've run a couple of those. Uh, you know, stock cars. I mean, we ran a lot of different types of cars. I do not have any desire to run a sprint car in there. You know, I'm too old going to that, and I have practiced them. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I guess I would like to get in any in car on a road course uh, and, and see what those feel like. But, uh, you know, maybe off-road dirt truck. Who knows? There's still some reasons that would be fun just to run around, but I'm pretty happy where I'm at. It looks like you're having a lot of fun, and that's what I like. I mean... I like I said I enjoy following you on social media because you never know what's going to happen next. Uh, I mean, you're selling trucks and trailers, and 
Well, we, we use social media as everything, right? It's one stop. So we, we, we all go on social media, right? There's, there's billions and billions now, not even one billion. There's billions of people all over the world now that recognize Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. It's, it's the way of life. It's, it's not even a joke anymore. Uh, you know, I can remember five years ago, ah, I know that, that's dumb. Now everybody's on it, you know. Now there might be one or two people that aren't on it, but, <laughs> you know, for the most part, you know, I mean, everybody's on it. And so if you create an audience and you got something to sell, hell, I see all types of fun stuff on Facebook and Twitter. And I, I see people that, hey, need advice looking for a place to hold my reception for my wedding. And people will go, hey, this is where I had my reception for my wedding. And it's fun to watch people get advice and, you know, it's a lot of fun. Yep. So, um, do you remember what was your? Do you have a favorite race, it, dirt or NASCAR, whichever one? Um, do you have a favorite race that comes to mind right away when I ask that question? Well, a lot of them, right? I mean, not exactly one. I've ha- I've got a lot of great memories, you know, and uh, obviously, you know, myself and Earnhardt, you know, finishing first and second. You know, at, uh, at, what was it, the, uh, 2000, uh, 2000, I guess, Talladega, Alabama, right? That was incredible. And then, uh, 1998, me and my brother Rusty were on first and second at the, uh, Bud Shootout. And, uh, of course, you know, we won the prelude to the dream. We, you know, we won about, we won well over hundreds of dirt races now. A lot of them have been a lot of fun, but, uh, you know, I, I would say the one, you know, all nine of my NASCAR Xfinity wins, right? Yeah. We've won nine Xfinity wins. Uh, God, some of those were just awesome. Uh, but to say one, you know, like what is my one and only most favorite race, most likely isn't a win. Uh, probably, uh, I guess it has to be, um, man, it'd be a toss-up between me and Earnhardt run first and second and me and Rusty run first and second at uh, the Bud Shootout. That that Bud Shootout was pretty special. You know, my brother Rusty and myself coming out of Arnold, Missouri, Little Bit Old Country Town and making it to Daytona running first and second. That was pretty special. That had to be something amazing. I mean especially now you look back, you know, with um Earnhardt you know, he passed and all that and and then running with your brother I mean, that's got to be something amazing. And the other people that I have interviewed, a couple of them, same thing. It wasn't a win. It was just a memory or something that was said to them right before they rolled out onto the track and it came, it came true. So that's not, that's not unpopular, but man, that, those got to be awesome memories. I, I'd sit back and look at that all the time if I were, if I was Kenny Wallace. So the, the new thing in life is, as when we when we're doing things, we everybody says, "Hey, we're creating memories," and and that's the way it is. Well, you know, listen, any everybody wants to win, but not everybody can win. So you know, if if that was the point of life, then you'd have you know ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people depressed, right? Yep. So uh, so you know, and plus, not everybody can race or compete. You know, there's there's a lot of fans. You know, fans are the biggest thing right yeah so 
you know, you got you got forty race car drivers in a NASCAR race on Sunday, and you got millions of fans. So, you know, you're creating memories. Yep, yep, I agree. I agree. Can you imagine what it would have been like to have all this, uh, you know, video on phones and social media and all that back then when you were running those races? I mean, you could probably just go on YouTube and ah, maybe it's there now. I don't know, but you could bring it up and watch it over and over. Well. Like you said earlier, it's in the archives now, and uh, appreciative of that. Uh, I know that years ago, my mom had a little eight millimeter camera, and I was able to take those eight millimeter films and take them down to Sunbelt Video, a NASCAR Media Group, and we turned it into a DVD. And uh, thankful for uh, being able to preserve all that. Uh, you know, all the Hall of Fames, whether it's baseball, football, racing, but uh. I pretty much think we preserved a lot of stuff. I think we're doing pretty good. I agree. I agree. So I got to ask a couple dirt track things. Um, you come up to 141 Speedway in Wisconsin. How do you like How do you like racing up here? That's about mm, an hour away from me. We raced there uh, about three, four years ago. Had a great time. Uh, I guess there was like 67 cars. Uh we started like, they started like 20 cars, and I started like 19. I ran really good in every qualifier, but never enough high point, you know, to make it. So uh, the very last race, I finished second, and that uh, second or won it, and uh, had a good time. It was a great race, and I really enjoy that place. Love the bar. If you go in, if, if you go up top behind the grandstand and look on the mirror, that's my, my signature's on the mirror. <laughs> that's awesome um yeah I, I didn't i didn't get to go to that race uh, but you know i just kids and all that kind of stuff um i see you're racing in illinois a lot on your schedule coming up what what are some of i know you there's probably not one but what are some of your favorite dirt tra tracks in the wisconsin illinois area oh man i i don't have one favorite dirt track i certainly don't and in missouri it's definitely i think if i race like here in Cleveland, Missouri, Kenny Schrader owns it. It's been voted on as the favorite big track for the World of Outlaws also. It's just a really neat racetrack. It's smooth. It's fair. It's got the bottom, the top, the middle. You can race all over the place. We just had standing room only. I fell out, you know, uh, just, I think on August 3rd. It was a Saturday night, I believe. And, uh, you know, I just really like that track. Plus, it's only 15 minutes from my house. Um, you know, they're all good ones, but my favorite okay now this could be track dependent but do you prefer the high line or the low line when you're out there in, oh, your, hell, in your mod wherever i gotta go <laughs> wherever i gotta go love that it answer just, you know, it, it just you know you know somebody's leaving on the top and you gotta pass them you gotta you gotta go to the bottom or the middle you know one thing the great kenny schrader told me and he says it all the time he says you gotta go with her or not so if a guy's leading the race on the high side we gotta get by him you know so uh, whether it's a slide job, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I, I think riding the top is, is cool because it looks cool. It's a fan favorite, uh, but it just really don't matter to me. So you, here's a little scenario. You're racing with somebody really good. You guys both have really good equipment and you know that the slide job could be coming or you guys are so tight. The white flag drops. Would you rather be the leader or second? Oh man, no one would 
Now, no one were going to do a slide job. I'd rather be running second. Um, <laughs> you know, because in in Missouri, oh, not Missouri, but in Illinois, we run full rings. So the slide job's always coming. You know, it, it's fair, but you really got to clear the guy. Even if you don't clear it, sometimes it don't work out, you know. But, uh, you know, the slide job is is um, is, is good as long, as long as you clear the other driver. Right. And it's fair. Yeah, that was kind of my thought. I, I never raced a modified. I raced street stocks for a little while. And having a fast car, if you're leading that last lap, it's like, man, is there somebody there just waiting to make the move? So I see what you're saying. I'd rather probably be second, too. Yep, 100, 100, 100%. Um, like I said, you know, we just watched a big race at Fairbury, $30,000 to win the Prairie Dirt Classic, called the PDC. And, uh, you know, Brandon Shepard threw a very clean slider on Bobby Pierce, and Bobby Pierce is the king of sliders. So, you, once again, you get around the middle of Illinois, the slide job is just part, part of the sport. Yeah, I, I think I, I think it is pretty much everywhere, too. You know, as long as, like you said, as long as you can do it clean, that's what makes it fun. You know, if you're going to start wrecking people, it just doesn't make it quite as fun, at least for them. Well, I've been slid a lot, and, and, and it's never clear. And it's just your job to put the brakes on you. You can't get mad at a guy. Uh, first of all, you got to think about it this way. How is the guy able to throw a slide job on you? It usually means he's pretty close to you. So, uh, you know, if you don't want a slide job done to you, get away from him. And, uh, and, and some, some dirt tracks just require a slide job because it, it's only one groove high. So if, the, if, the, if everybody's running around the high side, you know, and, and it, you know, on his, you're on his butt, you know, I mean, I guess you could follow him, but, you know, for the most part, you throw a slide job and clear him and win the race. Yep. And there's no fun in following somebody. I mean, especially if they got a saying on the back of their car that says, follow me to victory lane. <laughs> that's just, <laughs> That'd be called a smart ass. Yeah, that's just asking for it. Um, well, I just have like two more quick questions. I will let you get back to your schedule. Um, what does Kenny Wallace do for fun other than racing? Because I knew that was going to be your answer. So outside Relax. Of, relax. Yeah, the, the funnest thing for me to do in life is relax. People say, Kenny Wallace, how do you have so much energy? I said, sleep. Sleep is very important. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I got four beautiful grandbabies. I love my wife and, and my three daughters. Uh, and then, you know, I get it for fun going to the baseball cardinal game, you know, my blues hockey team. Uh, I just really like dirt racing, you know. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, those are my hobbies. Awesome. Um, and this one's a two-parter. I saw you uh, on Facebook come home from a race, I think it was, and somebody had a beautiful display of food. What is Kenny Wallace's favorite food? And also, what is the best food you have had at a dirt track? The best food I've ever had at a dirt track would probably be uh, very rare, but Tri-City Speedway, Granite City, Illinois, has grilled chicken. That makes me very happy to have a a, a, a good you know uh, good food because you know dirt tracks are the king of shit food you know yeah so uh, you know but uh, yeah well you know I mean there's other tracks that you know Brownstown Illinois makes a really nice uh, pork chop uh, steak sandwich 
But I, but you know, I just I really like clean food, so very rare for any dirt track to have real chicken. And uh, so yeah, Tri City Speedway, Granite City, Illinois. Now there's some other fan favorites that you know, like a walking taco. But I'm not into that type of stuff. I'm I like the cleaner foods. I was going to ask you about the walking taco. We make those at home once in a while. <laughs> oh yeah, they're good, but you know, yeah. they're just a little too much for me. Yep. So. um what so what was your what's your favorite food outside outside of a you know you're gonna sit down to re, to relax it, it, it's like it's like favorite food of the month for me right now I'm all <laughs> going to Cadovas I go to Cadovas and I get a bowl and I get brown rice black beans and grilled chicken and a scoop of uh, guacamole I mix it all together and I eat it and uh, that's my favorite food right now. I like that. It's not the same all the time. Change it up every month. Give you a little variety. Yeah, yeah. And I go to every restaurant for that particular food. I might go to uh, I might go to Chili's for their fresh mix bowl. I might go to Applebee's for their uh, bourbon grilled chicken and shrimp. Uh, I might go to McAllister's for their chicken salad sandwich and Savannah chopped salad. Uh, I might go to Cracker Barrel for their grilled chicken thunders and corn and, you know, salad. And, uh, yeah, so different restaurants for different foods. Man, that I'm about to go to the grocery store and go shopping. That's not helping me any because you know what happens when you go to the store when you're hungry. <laughs> yeah, you get ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I love, I love, I love uh, vanilla concrete mixers. You know, it's not a milkshake. Right. Milkshakes get too milky for me. I like the, I like the harder stuff, almost like an ice cream. Almost like those, um, uh, I don't know what they're called, um, like a freeze, icy, the, the things from Wendy's. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, I'm with you. Well, is there any, do you have any sponsors, anything like that, uh, any product, anything like that you'd like to throw out and, you know, thank? Well, I just really want uh, to thank, you know, uh, Toyota, let's go places. Toyota, I drive a Toyota Tundra pickup truck and... Uh, you know, they make the beautiful camera, and now they're so exciting, super. So go Toyota. Go to your local Toyota dealership and check us out. We've got great cars. We've got a vehicle for you. Of course, UNLH, the University of Northwestern Ohio, which is the premier motorsports facility in the United States. And also, my friends at JEGS.com. Uh, check out all your high-performance aftermarket uh, parts. You can go on there and get yourself anywhere you want for your car. And, you know, so those are three of my main sponsors. Uh, Mobile Ones, you know, Mobile One Oil, the best oil in the United States. So local gasoline, best gasoline in the world. So i got a lot of great sponsors, and uh appreciate you letting me have the opportunity to tell everybody about them. Oh, no problem. I, I don't have a problem doing that at all. So, I mean, I'm sure they can find that stuff on you're always wearing fire suits and stuff like that. Uh, you know, on your social media posts, and I, I see your sponsors all over, and you know that number thirty-six Toyota. Speaking of that, I've I, I seen a newer Toyota Tundra. I don't know if it was a special edition, but it was brand new and it was black, and that thing looked wicked. Like I didn't know what kind of truck it was at first. I had to go up to it. So those things. Yeah, I got a, I got a black, uh, you know, Afton Tundra. I love it. Been hauling the race car with it here lately. Uh, they're, they're tough. They uh, got great transmission and uh, great bump stops. You can 
order sway bars and rumble brakes, and you know you can uh, you can load it up, and uh, they're a lot of fun. And they look awesome too. And it's good to know that you know you see somebody like you towing all that stuff around. You know, it's not a little it's not a little matchbox truck. They got some good power behind them. So um, yes, they do. Well, that's just about going to do it. Um, real quick, I know you were talking about uh, racing other classes. I don't know if you know David Rudiman at all or not, but he comes up here and races at the Hill Raceway in Sturgeon Bay. Uh, he yeah. Well, last year he did it once, and he races somebody else's sport mod. Well, this year at the end of August, if you want to go uh, to the Hill's Facebook page, there's a lot of them, so make sure it's in Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, the Hill Raceway. He's going to be jumping in a, a stock car and a sport mod to run. So yeah, I've done I've done that a lot. Some of the best times in my life. Uh, Hibbing, Hibbing, Minnesota. One night I ran a super late model and run second, and then I ran a street stock. It was the El Camino, uh, and then uh, I ran a modified. And uh, one of the most fun nights of my life. I went from vehicle to vehicle, run three divisions. Jeez. that's crazy man you just jumped were they was it was it somebody else's rides well yeah they weren't all yours were they no i i yeah we don't even travel that far with our own vehicles but you know, a lot of people's cars the promoter said what cars you want to drive i said i'll drive every damn class you got <laughs> well we have a four-cylinder division up here i'd love to see kenny wallace in a you know like in 2005 chevy cavalier with a stick in it running some front wheel drive <laughs> I tell you what, they're exciting around here. We, uh, we love them. I got a relative that drives one, and uh, they put on a good show. All right, Kenny. Well, I've taken enough of your time. I greatly appreciate you coming on um, and coming on the, the Local Dirt Podcast. And, again, check out all his sponsors, Toyota and Jegs, and uh, I'm missing the Uno one. UNOH, University, Northwestern Ohio. The premier motorsports facility in the United States, if not the world, you can go to UNOH and you can learn to be in racing, do flag, business school. Uh, check them out, UNOH.org. All right, Kenny, that's going to do it today. We greatly, again, we greatly appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on to the Local Dirt Podcast. And uh, go home and relax, would you? Thank you, buddy. Okay, bye-bye. All right, thanks, Kenny. All right, race fans, that was Kenny Wallace. Thank you very much, Mr. Kenny Wallace, for taking some time to come on the Local Dirt Podcast. That was a pretty entertaining interview. Like I said, he's just he's just one of the boys, man. Guy loves dirt track racing through and through. Um, also, very, very family-oriented guy. Love seeing that. Um, go find him on his social media, as we mentioned before. Great follow. If you don't, just a great follow. I mean... He posts videos from dirt tracks all over the place. I mean, the man is traveling everywhere. Racing is uh, modified. Go check him out. Great guy to follow. Um, I, I get the sense that, you know, he loves dirt track more than he did his NASCAR stuff. You know, other than that epic race he was talking about where he came in second to Earnhardt, um, and then the other one where he came in second to his brother Rusty, I mean... Those races, that those races just had to be a rush. I mean, especially now you look back on it, you know, with the storied career of Dale Earnhardt, 
and then what happened to him in Daytona. And now you look back, and he was one of them guys that had the opportunity, you know, to race with the man. So I used to do that when I raced street stock. When I first started my rookie year, I mean, obviously it's not the same level. But what I'm saying is I would get behind, you know, I liked it when I started behind some of the guys that have been doing it for a while and really know what they're doing. Um, there was races where, I mean, obviously I would always go for the win if I could, but as a rookie, there were races where I would, I would follow and watch what these guys were doing, um, you know, and, and see how, Hey, this worked, that worked and watch how their car was reacting and, and try to do, you know, some of the stuff they, they did. And I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot following, following some of those veteran, you know, street stock guys when I was in that division. So I always had pretty good equipment um, and just had to try to, you know, put it together and learn the track. And I, I learned the track in a four-cylinder, which I don't know, people might not think much of that. But let me tell you, when you then you jump into another division and you already know the track, like, hey, this is where the tires are this week. I know how the track works. I know where the lines are. I know where the top edge is. When you know that and you don't have to think about it, um, it makes things a lot easier. So, yeah, Kenny Wallace, he's a good man. Uh, go, go find him on his social medias and and thank him. Thank him for coming on the Local Dirt Podcast. That'll go a long way. Uh, so, yeah, go thank him. Tell him you heard his interview on the Local Dirt Podcast and thank him for coming on. So you can uh, you can email this show if you have any ideas for any interviews, um, wiscodirt at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash wiscodirt. And go like the page, check it out. And this this year is just supposed to be a setup for next year, but, man, things are blowing up. So it's going to be awesome. Um, reaching out to a few possible sponsors, Um Really just looking, you know, for a few few people to cover. And basically what I want to do with that is cover some, a little bit of equipment and get out to tracks more. Use that you know, that money to get out to tracks. Really make this stuff fun for, you know, the drivers and the kids and stuff like that. Do some at-track interviews. So, um, yeah, you can also find us on Instagram, at Local Dirt Pod. Uh, what I'm going to do now is... Go on the Facebook page. The first two people to go on the Local Dirt Pod Facebook page and comment hashtag Local Dirt Pod. We'll get a Local Dirt Podcast t-shirt. So uh, I will send a message to you once I find the first two. And I will get your shipping information and your shirt size at that point. So you don't have to put out your address right on there and then keep going and share, share that. And then I will give away another shirt. Um, I will close this down in a week, this shirt giveaway. Um, after the first two, I will take everybody else that comments hashtag local dirt pod on Facebook and shares it. I will take all those people and do a drawing and give away a third shirt. So you all have a chance after that. So go do, go do that. Um, hashtag local dirt pod. 
on the Facebook page and share, 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 tell two friends to tell two friends. So thanks for listening. I do appreciate it. Um, go give us a, go give us a good five star review on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. That helps big time. Um, and we can show that kind of stuff, you know, type in a, type in a, a good review and, and then let me know. Uh, I'll go check that out and I'll start reading some of them on, on the pod. Uh, also, I'm looking for listener questions. Wiscodirt at gmail.com. You can message me through the Facebook page. Give us, give me some listener questions, um, or, or a story, a listener story. And we'll start doing mailbags and stuff like that. Uh, I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to set up a little voicemail line. So you could call and leave a voicemail, and then I can comment on it or get Eddie the Eagle to comment on it. So Eddie the Eagle is going to become a bigger part of this show. Um, he's good at social media stuff and just PR stuff, period. So I've talked to him a couple times. And, yeah, so thanks, Ed, for coming aboard. So thanks for checking out the Local Dirt Podcast this week. Uh, I look forward to seeing your reviews and your emails and... Go hit up Kenny Wallace, tell him thanks for coming on. And I'll be looking for those hashtag local dirt pods on social media. Until next time, I'm out. <laughs>